to the Icon Church podcast. Icon Church is one church in five locations. Our vision is human flourishing. We pray that this podcast helps you to flourish in life. For any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Great. Well, it's great to be in church together. And uh, if this is your first time to Icon Church, we want to give you a huge welcome. So come on, let's welcome all those here for the first time. I want to say welcome home and you belong here. And uh, if you're watching online, I uh, want to give you a huge welcome as well. And uh, I'm excited to bring God's Word this morning and really believe that as, uh, as Ben brought that encourage around um, God having something for each and every one of us and revealing things to us, I believe God wants to reveal something to us individually, but also as a church. And so let's open our hearts and really believe uh, for God to speak to us. So let me pray and then we'll get into this. Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you that we get to gather under your name and uh, we just open our hearts to your word and we ask you to speak to us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, if you've got a Bible, you can turn to Romans 12 and uh, going to speak from the subject, lift your thoughts, lift your thoughts. And uh, just this verse in Romans 12, Romans 12 and verse 2. And if you've been around church, maybe you've uh, heard this verse before, but maybe you haven't. It says this, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Um, Most issues today are not just circumstantial, but they they end up uh, coming through in our thinking. Like the way we think about certain things is uh, is one of the... uh, kind of one of the, the ways that issues come about is how we think about something. Um, no unnecessary coughs allowed. Okay. I'll get worried. If you do see me doing this as well, I like got a knee in the back at football yesterday and it's like, I know, oh, thanks. Um, and 18 months ago, I snapped my Achilles tendon. I know. Um, but like, like snapping my Achilles tendon, I, I, I was like, I, I was fairly, you know, fit at that point. And that's not just good looking. Again, Debbie didn't say anything. Um, but I, I'd worked hard to get myself to a level of fitness and then it just took one moment, like you sat, I set off to run and next thing my foot gives away and there's a sound like a twig snapping if you're squeamish, then um, welcome to church. And, uh, uh, you know, and in that one moment, it was like, I wasn't just back at square one, I was like way beyond that. It's like this trap door had opened. Have you ever noticed that our thinking can sometimes be like that? that we can feel like we're on a great trajectory and we, we, we've sorted uh, some of our thinking out or we, we're thinking well about something and then it's just one moment, one thought, one circumstance, one moment that all of a sudden it, 
it feels like we're back at square one or even, you know, a trap door is just opened and it's like, oh, we're, we're way beyond that. And it's like, I've got to try and get myself back to a place of thinking great again. Uh, the Bible tells us actually in the New King James Version in Proverbs, it tells us as a man thinks, so is he. That as we think, that's who we become. And these verses that we read in Romans 12 say, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Our our thinking has patterns. Our our thinking has patterns. And many times we have triggers that will pattern some, uh, will, will take us to a pattern of thinking. There'll be triggers in our life that will take us to those patterns. Um, I don't know if you know this, but your brain's lazy. You might not be lazy, but your your brain's lazy because it's always wanting to default to what it knows. Whereas you have to begin to transform it. I love this because the Bible talks about this well before like um, those self-help YouTube experts. That actually Romans 12, Paul, who writes the book of Romans, is actually talking about our minds and our thinking and the way that we think. Let me just give you a quick overview of the book of Romans. The book of Romans is written to a church in Rome. Shock. And uh, it, it's written to uh, the, the church in Rome, which is uh, full of Jewish people, and but also... Uh, full of Romans and as the Bible calls them, Gentiles. And so you've got these two groups of people and Jewish people have grown up around this relationship with God. And, you know, we might, we might even term it religion in terms of, you know, the patterns that they would do and uh, certain rules and certain laws that they would have in terms of their relationship with God. And then you've got this brand, brand new group of, you know, Roman people, Gentile people who are, you know, kind of like exploring faith and finding out about Jesus. And there's these two groups of people. And so Paul writes the book of Romans and it's mainly written to the Jewish people. I like to put it like this. It's written to the Jewish people with the Romans and the Gentiles kind of looking over their shoulder. So there's, you know, little moments where he'll just throw something in for the guys who are listening in the back who fell asleep a little bit. No, no one here. And, um, and so, so there's this book and the, the book really is around unity. And it's around actually, you've got to do this life together. Uh, in actually, the, the Jewish people have been kicked out of Rome three times. Uh, so there's a lot of anti-Semitism that, it, that is going off. And Paul is, kinda, Paul is addressing all of these issues. The biggest issue, though, is around food. Anyone's house like that? Yeah. Like, what are we going to eat tonight? I don't know. Why didn't you plan it? Like, surely, yeah, but what do you want? I want, you know, Debbie's amazing. I want to make what, you, you know, you'll like. And I'm like, yeah, what I want and what I like aren't good for me. You know, I would have like, you know, Chinese Indian takeaway every night of the week if it was my choice. But anyway, it's not. But then there's this, uh, they're, they're, Paul's trying to address these issues and saying, hey, you need to become one. You need to become united. There's more for you. 
And so uh, we get to then Romans 12, and from Romans 12 to the end, he's kind of talking to both both sets of people, and he's actually talking to them as a church. And I love that he starts Romans 12 with this verse, verse 2, that says, hey, don't, don't conform any longer to the pattern of the world. The world thinks this way. The world thinks in separate. The world thinks that we can't do this, but actually be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He highlights that our thinking has to be renewed. Our thinking has to be renewed. And, and, and so like, I want to say to us today, don't detach your faith from your thinking. Don't detach your faith from your thinking. You know, we got, um, you know, the coronavirus, it's faith and wisdom. It's faith and wisdom. It's faith that, that God is good and God is for us and it's wisdom in, in how we handle that. But many times the church, maybe we've detached our faith from our thinking and, it, it, you know, and sometimes they've been at odds, but he's saying, no, don't detach your faith from your thinking. Just have your mind renewed, have your thoughts renewed. Don't think how the world would think. Begin to think how God would think. Begin to think how the church should think because there's a better way to think. A way that causes unity, a way that brings life, a way that causes human flourishing. So I just got a few things that I, I really believe Paul highlights in Romans 12 around lifting our thoughts. And the first one is this, lift your thoughts about yourself. Lift your thoughts about yourself. Romans 12 and verse 3 says this, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Think of yourselves with sober judgment. He, he's addressing this because both sets of, both groups of people who are in the church, they're kind of like know-it-alls. Our way is better than your way. My opinion's better than your opinion. My opinion is right, so we should do it this way. It shouldn't be your way. My way is the best way. Does it remind you of something? I'm going to say something really revolutionary right now. Okay, you ready? I don't think you're ready. You know you can be friends with people you have a different opinion to. I know it's revolutionary, but actually <laughs> it's what happens in the world. And so we've got these know-it-alls, you've got these people that Paul is talking to and he's saying, hey, hey, begin to look at yourself rightly. Begin to see yourself in a true way, your true self. That may need, mean that I need to get some people around me who love me, who are for me, who truly know who I am. We take our cues on who we are from people who don't know who we are. And, and we allow others to place on us what they think we should be. But this, the opposite is true as well. And sometimes we, maybe we think too highly of ourselves, but the opposite is true. We think too low of ourselves. Jesus actually, I, I love these verses in Matthew 22. Because Jesus gets asked, what's the greatest commandment? And Matthew 22 and verse 39, he says this, and the second is like it. Love your neighbour as yourself. Love your neighbour as yourself. 
For some of us, it's we're, we're, we're caught up in our opinion, in our way, and, and, and my way is the best way. It's, you know, you've heard the phrase, it's my way or the highway. And uh, it's that. But also, for some of us, it's because we've got to begin to think better of ourselves. We've got to think more higher of ourselves. We've got to lift our thoughts about ourselves to a place that God, to the place where God thinks about us. I think it's so powerful because if you, you know, for many of us, we say we can't, Uh, I'll never do that. I'll never be this. Well, when you say you can't, you won't, it won't happen, but I've got to begin to lift my thoughts. I'll never be, well, you'll never become that. No, I've got to lift my thoughts about myself. It's, for some of us, it's, we need to think better about ourselves. And for some of us, we have this projection. We project that everything's great, but you get in the background and our thoughts about ourselves are too low. And ultimately, it impacts our lives. So where's your thinking about yourself today? Lift your thoughts about yourself. Second thing is lift your thoughts about others. Lift your thoughts about others. Romans 12 again and verse 10 says this, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honour one another above yourselves. Honour one another above yourselves. Um, In the world, the number one conversation seems to be about others. It seems to be about others. And actually, the majority of the time, it's negative. But actually, I want to be a person who thinks the best about others begins to speak the best about others. I, I actually want to make, like, uh, you know, become accountable to you as people that I want to be a person who speaks better about people in the background than I do in front of their face. I, I want to be that kind of person because I want to see, want to lift my thoughts about others and lift my thoughts about other people in their life. Again, those verses, Jesus' greatest commandment, commandment, love your neighbour as yourself. Love your neighbour as yourself. You've got to remember, Paul's talking to a divided group and he's saying, hey, devote yourselves to one another in brotherly love. Like, devote. It's not like just accept people. No, it's devote. There's something powerful, devote, honour one another above yourselves, that there's this selfless life that we can live and we can lift our thoughts about others. We can lift our thoughts about others. Um, A lot of people would say the phrase, I'm just saying it how it is. You know, they usually qualify it with, uh, don't get offended, but I'm going to get offended then. I'm just telling you the truth in love. There weren't much love there. No, no, no. Actually, we've got to lift our thoughts about others. Jesus even talks about that in Matthew 7 and verse 5. He says this, You hypocrite. Thanks. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Like, wow, I'm not sure we kind of, I'm going to try and illustrate this with this bottle, but it's not really a plank. But I'm not sure we kind of get what Jesus is trying to say. And 
maybe a plank's a little bit bigger than this, but here's my plank. I know. And I'm looking at Dave and he's got a speck and he needs to sort it out. Don't wink at me, mate. <laughs> but that's what we do. And I've got some unforgiveness I need to deal with. I've got some offence I need to deal with. And he, rather than looking at other people's faults, no, 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 I'll work on myself and I'll believe I can be tra- changed and I can be transformed and I'll be renewed by the tra- transforming of my mind and I'll lift my thoughts about others because I can do this. And guess what happens? Because I believe I can change and I can, I can um, you know, remove these planks out of my eye. I believe that Dave can be changed because Lucy says he's got a lot of planks. I'm joking. But this but we do this. No, 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 I'm gonna remove because then I believe others can be changed. You see, when we when we don't believe others can be changed, we're actually really saying we can't be changed. We can't be transformed. Like we you know, maybe in the church we've said things like they're they're too far gone. You know, they're too far away from God. Now, no one's too far away from God. No one's too far gone. No, no, no. He, like there, there may be a, a lot of life that's happened and there may be a lot of things that have gone on in a person's life, but I believe in a God whose grace is more powerful than anything that has happened in anybody's life. And I believe that. Here's why I believe that. Because my life has been changed. My life has been transformed. And so I begin to lift my thoughts about others. We all want to be surrounded by the best people. So see the best in people. We all want to be surrounded by the best people. So see the best in people. It's so, it's so powerful. And even the best want to be encouraged. Even the best want to be surrounded by the best people. Even the best. So what are your thoughts like about others? What are your thoughts like about others? And lastly, and the team are going to come back. Lift your thoughts about God. Lift your thoughts about God. Um, Romans 12 and verse 11. Paul writes this, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour. Keep alive spiritually. Here's how you do it. Serving the Lord. Serving God. Got to lift your thoughts about God. The way you think about God, actually, my view of God will determine a lot of things. It'll determine my faith. It'll determine my outlook. My view of God will determine a lot of things. And today I've got to lift my thoughts about God. Like I want want my life to be spiritually alive. Anyone with me? Like you want to be spiritually alive. Well, I'm going to trust as I serve God and I serve Him that this spiritual, I'll become spiritually alive. I'll keep my spiritual fervour because I'm serving God. But I've got to lift my thoughts to say, hey, like the Bible tells me, those who refresh others, they themselves will be refreshed. I've got to lift my thoughts about God that actually says, do you know what? This is going to happen because this is the God that I serve. This is the God who is for me. I I love this point because Paul is writing to a divided group of people and he's saying, hey, like 
lift your thoughts about yourself, lift your thoughts about others, but you've got to think of God in a higher way. So, so many times say to people, have you prayed about that? No, not really. And really what they're saying is, I'm not sure God, and they might be saying, I'm not sure God's interested in little things. I got, I got like taught that God was interested uh, like when I was a teenager, I think it was, and I wanted a certain set, pair of football boots for Christmas and uh, they were Adidas Predators and, and uh, I really wanted them uh, and they were the best thing ever. I actually want, I'm thinking about them now and I want a pair now. Um, and so I'm slightly distracted in my head now. I'm just picturing them in my head. But I, I, I took out this uh, magazine and uh, cut out the Adidas Predator ad- advert and I said, went to mum and dad and went, I want these, get them for me now. I think I said it a little bit nicer. I might have said please in there. And um, I remember mum or dad, I can't remember who it was, saying, oh, you need to pray about it. And I like, walked up to my bedroom like, what? They're football boots. You need money to buy football boots. You've got money. Buy me the football boots. Like, come on. Why do you need God? But they were teaching me something that God is interested in every little thing. I got them football boots Christmas. I don't know if it was God or whether it was my parents. But sometimes we say, I'm not going to pray because our view of God is too low. No, no, God's interested in every area of my life. And so whatever it may be, I'm going to lift my thoughts about God. I'm going to lift my thoughts about who God is. (laughs) Greatest commandment, Matthew 22 and verse 37. The greatest commandment, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. With all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. Like it's bringing all of that to Him and lifting our thoughts about God and believing that actually as I love Him and as I declare that He is good, that as I declare that He is for me, that as I declare He loves me, that He has more for each and every one of us, as I declare He's interested in the mundane and the big things, as I declare that over my life, that I'll see God at work like no no time before. I love it because it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind, with your thoughts. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind because my view of God will determine a lot of things. Do I truly believe today that He's a good God and that He has good things in store for me? If I truly believe it, let's believe it. Let's believe it. Do I truly believe today that God is for me? And if He's for me, nothing can stand against me. If I truly believe it, let's believe it. Do I truly believe that He loves me? Like I'm not getting up every morning and saying, Debbie, I really like you. Because I'm not sure how long um, that would last. Because love is more powerful. Love has so much emotion attached to it. Love 
has more to it. And for God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This is the God who loves us, who's for us, who has good things in store for each and every one of us. So church, let's lift our thoughts about God today. Let's lift our thoughts about others. Let's believe that change can happen. Let's believe that lives can be transformed. Let's lift thoughts about ourselves, that actually today God can work with us. And as we bring our true self to God, that actually we can see Him move in our lives. For some of us, we've got to lift our thoughts about ourselves. We've been in a rut. We've been in a rut, but today you're getting out of the rut. You're getting out of the rut and today you're lifting your thoughts about yourself to a place that God has for you. So come on, let's stand and let me pray for us. And then we're going to worship in response. Jesus, we thank You today for Your Word. And we pray today that You would be at work in our lives. We pray today that You would help us to lift our thoughts about ourselves, to lift our thoughts about others, but ultimately to lift our thoughts about You, God. We declare today that You're a good God who has good things in store for us. We declare today that You are for us and not against us. And if You're for us, nothing can stand against us. We declare today that You love us, God, and that You have more for us. And so we thank You, Jesus, that You have more for us. So we lift Your Name high. We give You all the honour, all the glory and all the praise and all the church said, all the church said, come on, let's sing and let's worship and let's declare this together. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Icon Church. If you'd like any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. Have the best week.